Welcome to the 5 Seconds of Fame podcast. My name is Trevor Reddick, and I'm joined by a man who knows a lot about how long-term thinking works, Bren Siegel. How you doing? What? What is that from? <laughs> uh, Ky- Kylan said it. Kylan said oh, it Kylan when... Said it. I think he was saying it to, um... I think he was saying it to, like, like Aza, or he was saying it to someone about, like, why he was going to take Xavier and why it made sense. Or actually, I think it was Sarah Beth. I think that's what it was. He was, like, talking to Sarah Beth, and he's like, oh, yeah, this is why Xavier, actually, I'm going to take him to the end. I don't know. It, it made no sense. That is that is weird. Uh, very, very weird. Uh, Kylan's a weird dude. If we're being honest, Kylan is a, a weird, weird dude. Uh, but we, we're closing another Big Brother season, Trevor. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's one to remember for sure. A lot of, you know, historical achievements that were made on this season that were wonderful to see. Um, we are without Ben today. He is currently uh, busy, so we will not be able to uh, have him on the podcast today. But that is okay, Trevor. Me and you are going to hold down the fort. Um, so, you know, what are we, what are we starting off with today? Yeah. I mean, I think first, like just to talk about the finale, I mean, for me, like in terms of comparing to other finales, and I know you agree with this. It wasn't that great of a finale. Like last season's finale, despite the fact, yeah, like despite the fact that like last season, for example, the season was kind of boring at parts. The finale we had last season was incredible. I thought, I remember when we talked about after the when we did the podcast, it was like the finale was really great. We got like Cody cutting Nicole and there were a lot of good segments. Um, but this one wasn't as good. Now I always find different ways to enjoy the finale. There are still plenty of segments I liked, uh, for sure. Um, obviously, you know, seeing Xavier, uh, be crowned the winner was a highlight for sure. Obviously out of this final three, um, I was very happy to see Xavier win. And he is, uh, the first black winner in BBUS, uh, like the standard seasons. I know, uh, Tamar Braxton won a celebrity season, of course, but of like the 23 proper U.S. seasons, uh, Xavier's the first, so that's obviously a great thing. Long overdue, considering uh, we should have had one in BB3 when Daniel Reyes was robbed, but that's a you know different story for a different day. So that was a great part. I did enjoy um, when we got at the end, we got the pre-jury. We got to hear from like uh, Brent, who gave Tiffany credit. Uh, kind of unexpected for Brent to be the one that's really like shout, like giving Tiffany all this credit. And then uh, Christian, who really was talking about how great the cookout was, being the greatest alliance uh, of all time, which I agree with. We've talked about this. Uh, Christian had a lot of great things to say. I thought that was a highlight. And um, I don't know. I thought there were some other fun moments in um, this finale in general, but there were also... Uh, as we're going to talk about some other moments that um, were a little strange. Um, the one thing in particular that year in, year out has been bad since like BB10, I want to say. Like it's been bad for a while now. Um, but w- what about you, Brandon? What were some of your general thoughts on the finale? So um, I'm glad everything went as planned. That's number one. The fact that Xavier won was great. If anyone else won, it would have been a, a very big you know, scar in the season, in my opinion, just because Xavier clearly played the better game out of the other two people. I mean, they were two of the worst players on the season, in my opinion. Um, however, I don't want it to be understated how amazing the the cookout was um, and Xavier's win is. The cookout will forever be the greatest alliance that has lived in this game. They controlled it so well. Tiffany will go down as one of the best players. Uh, Trevor, I know you have more of a full ranking, which I actually agree with. Maybe you can go in depth a little bit on that <clears throat> in, a, in a bit. Uh, but she's going to be one of the best players of all time, probably top 15-ish maybe. 
Um, and he came up with an amazing, amazing plan. The cookout was executed perfectly. And uh, as Taryn Armstrong has said, you know, our man, he said that that was not the best idea for Tiffany in terms of winning money and winning the game. But she went with it, um, and we got our first uh, black winner in the, the standard BB uh, you know, system. And it really is great. I'm so happy uh, about all that. I don't want that understated. Now, now let's talk a little bit about the bad. Uh, this finale was terrible. It was awful. Uh, besides the fact that everything went to plan, we didn't see a bad winner. That would have made it the worst finale, in my opinion. I I have so many issues with, with Big Brother. First of all, get Julie away from Big Brother. We, we, we need a different host. Okay, is that that irrational to ask, Trevor? Can we get a host who's competent? I mean, as always, in, in any reality show, in anything, like with Survivor, you have Jeff, for example, who's a huge fan of the game. I want someone who really is tapped into the game, really is a huge... I mean, Julie is a fan, don't get me wrong, she seems to be a fan. But I want someone who seems to be more knowledgeable about the game and really just... Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would like someone, of course, like Jeff Probes is kind of like the gold standard in terms of reality 100%. TV hosting, but um, yes, I and, would prefer a better host, yes. Yeah, and I mean, Jeff Probes is, I don't like Survivor, but Jeff Probes is the man. I mean, he really is top tier at what he's doing, and he's he's very intuitive with his questions. Julie reads off cards and messes up half the time. But let's get past the Julie part. There, there, there were so many times that this, this finale was overproduced. I hate that the, the players can't ask questions for longer. I hate that we get this terrible jury segment that very clearly is edited to smithereens, only showing very little parts. You know, I don't know why they need to portray that all three players are on, like, an equal playing field. I, I don't get that. Why are we doing that? They aren't on an equal playing field. Talk about what they think. It's okay to do that. And then I hate where they make those questions up in the questioning stage. Let Kylan, let Tiffany ask the questions they want. And then on top of that... Not everyone even asked a question. Claire didn't ask a question. Yeah. Tiffany didn't ask a question. Well, what are we doing? What's going on, Big Brother? You know, and like the secret stuff at the end, I guess, was cool. Whatever. Just throw away everything that happened in this episode. Give me like one hour of them asking questions. I will not get bored by that. I won't. I want to hear what the people's questions are and, and really, you know, give it to the, the, the you know, the, the speeches and the questioning to the players. You know, give it to them and... Uh, you know, see see how they react and see how they answer different things. I really want to see that, and it's it's so upsetting to me. Every year we're botching these finales up, uh, just so miserably. Uh, it's it's just terrible. So I had a lot of issues with this finale. They could have done a lot better, but overall, on this season, the casting was great, and we got a good winner. So that's good. We you know we got a good winner last year, but we've had some bad winners uh, a couple previous years. Jackson Mickey was. Was a, I mean, he didn't play a terrible game, but that season was a travesty, to say the least. Um, we've had many before that where we should have had different winners. But, you know, we did get a good winner that season, and that is good to know. Yeah, so I, I think the perfect uh, thing to transition to would be the jury questioning. Um, well, not the jury questioning, the jury roundtable, because it happened first uh, from this. Uh, now, the jury roundtable is something that... I always look forward to, um, because, well, usually, and I don't know how many years this has been the case, but for however many years now, Dr. Will um, has been at the jury roundtable, of course, kind of hosting it in a sense, or moderating, whatever you want to call it. Um, he was not there this year, obviously, uh, with the protocols and such, which was a loss for sure. Um, definitely could have used someone like Dr. Will uh, there to help it. Um, but other than that, I think what you were kind of mentioning about how they were treating it like everyone's on the same playing field. And that's something that stood out to me in terms of just like, it seems like 
oh, everyone's trying to be nice about everyone. I mean, to some exceptions, like Sarah Beth was kind of giving us the straight, like on like Aza and her bad move. And then like Derek X was kind of like, no, Big D didn't do anything. Whereas most of the other people were just kind of trying to be nice. And like Brittany, of course, is giving credit to everyone. And Kylan obviously was trying to like defend Big D, of course, because that's what Kylan's going to do. Um, and he also, um, speaking of level playing fields, he compared Big D's game to Hannah's game, said they were terrible. interchangeable, which was uh, very incorrect. Um, but <laughs> nevertheless, I, I didn't like that either. I thought that, you know, we got a lot of like surface level um, thoughts, surface level explanations. There weren't a ton of uh, things that necessarily, I don't know, there, there weren't a ton of like discussions. It was just kind of like, here's my thought. And then cut to, you know, edit, uh, here's this other person's thought, cut to, here's this other person's thought. And it's just like all, it felt very jumbled together. It felt kind of like, you know, if you're like having a painting and you're just going to make like a splatter painting and you're just like throwing the colors and it's just like all jumbled together. Um, so that's kind of how this jury roundtable felt to me, which wasn't great, of course. Um, again, I, I mentioned like some of the biggest highlights, like, was hearing like Sarah Beth kind of talk about like Sarah Beth how she felt, um, you know, like with Oz's move and with how like her relationship um, was, I think, better with Oza, or I think she like gave like a, a key point, or maybe that was like a question she was asked later. Um, but I think there was some interesting stuff there. Again, Derek X, I mean, anything Derek X does is great. So I, I enjoyed, um, you know, him and then Claire as well. Claire uh, definitely, you know, was a, was one of the shining stars in this jury roundtable as well. I thought she gave some good thoughts. Um, and I also just, like, agreed with Claire. I, I thought Claire was saying things that were correct. So I, I appreciate that her read on what was happening seemed to be pretty accurate. Um, so I like that as well. Um, but that's kind of uh, what I was thinking about the jury roundtable. I mean, it seemed like... It was very clear, obviously, as we know, Xavier was going to win. It was just a matter of who, if any, are the votes going to be that would vote for someone else. Um, you know, and it seemed like, okay, maybe Kyland, maybe Brittany. We had, we've talked about this in the past. And then with Oza Big D, I was trying to kind of, you know, as we were listening, even though we knew at this point that Oza was going to take Xavier, I was trying to listen to see what maybe that vote would have been. To me, uh, the indication I got that Alyssa actually seemed like she might have voted for Big D. Um, I think she mentioned how uh, she had a better relationship with Big D. She didn't talk game with Aza until um, like right before she left or something like that. Um, so definitely a strong indication she would have voted for Big D over Aza. But Sarah Beth kind of did the, uh, although originally she was saying she didn't like Aza's move, it seemed like toward the end she was saying that she would have voted for Aza, which indicates to me that it probably would have been something like a 6-3 to three vote um, with the three votes for Big D being uh, Kyland, um, Xavier, and Alyssa, potentially. Um, but that's just my guess. Um, but outside of that... I thought this roundtable was not great. I would definitely like to see improvements. I would like to see it be longer, and I would like to see more, uh, obviously, conversations, people, uh, you know, going back and forth. Maybe just, like, it could just be a simple question of, like, between these two people, who do you think deserves to win more and why, and just hear, you know, a couple people give their thoughts. I mean, we've seen it done much better in years past. But um, I, I know you've mentioned a little bit about it, but did you have any additional thoughts on the roundtable specifically? Yeah, I just, I don't know why they need to edit it out like the players are equal. 
in the sense of gameplay. I mean, they very clearly were not. One person won, like, seven competitions and won, won zero, and the other one won one. So, like, I don't know why we're... I just don't get why they do that. And I and maybe it's for, like, a TV point. Like, oh, who's going to win? We all know who would have won. You know? Like, it's not... I just don't get what the, it is so secretive and why they're trying to hide it. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me, and I think that should change. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. So I, I think the next thing that we have to mention is, um, obviously we had the competitions, we saw, like, okay, part two, we know that um, Ozzy beat Big D, but then after we kind of saw that happen, we saw some drama, a little bit of, like, some, like, bickering um, between, like, uh Ozzy and Big D and Xavier just kind of like laying there just like wanting to not be in the room while they're like bickering with each other and um Big D I mean in general I think this was the perfect representation of all three of their games in that Big D is going out of his way to insult people and (laughs) just like completely like act like he has carried them so far and just like things he's done throughout the game um and literally convinces Aza to take Xavier over him because he disrespected her and basically said Aza you you really don't deserve to be in the final two and obviously Aza then you know with her kind of the representation of her game being very selfless uh, being more of like a person who really doesn't seem to have much of a will to win, to be honest. She's kind of just like, yeah, I, I feel like maybe what's right is that Xavier should be in the final two because Xavier shouldn't be third place. That just doesn't feel right to me. Why would Xavier be third place? And that's kind of that in combined with Big D basically saying she didn't deserve it, uh, kind of, uh, I guess, combined into her wanting to take Xavier and then Xavier kind of just having this fall into his lap and being like, cool, yeah, uh, I'm totally down for you taking me to the final two. I, so I, I love that. It was very entertaining. Um, again, not no no good gameplay to be seen here uh, this week with these players, um, Oz and Big D in particular, but um, definitely just funny to see how that was, um, I guess, put into like a picture in terms of, uh, this week. Did you have any thoughts on that one, Brandon? Yeah, I mean, they both didn't deserve to be. I mean, they're not the second and third best players. I don't know. What, I, my take on Big D was terrible. I gotta apologize for that. It was just a bad take. Um, I do think Oz is really bad at the game, but I mean, Big D is... It's kind of crazy to me that Big D did the stuff he did because he saw Kylan do the same thing, just self-destruct his own game saying, Big D, I wouldn't take you. We're not good. You know, all that stuff. And then he did the same stuff to Azza. I, I just don't get why he did that at all it makes no sense i don't know why from a game perspective he did it i mean maybe he just like needed to be right and get his point out and i understand that to you know a sense because i definitely do that myself so you know i i I think i I don't fully understand why he did that he clearly just kept his mouth shut i mean xavier xavier definitely had a lot handed to him in this season but um you know this one was a wild one for sure Uh, it was absolutely crazy yeah, I, I mean, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say about it. It's just, in, it, it's incredibly funny that Big D managed to somehow convince Aza uh, to not want to take him. But it, it wouldn't end up mattering, of course. Xavier won part three. He got all eight questions right. Um, to me, those are some pretty tough questions. I mean, these, these, they're in this, they're in the house for the whole season, of course. We're, you know, I'm not in the house, so I'm, it's not like I'm studying these things. I only got four, the four of those questions right. Um, I thought they were tough, but they are in the house, so I guess it's, it is their job to know them. But 
Xavier got eight, all eight right. Um, Ozza did miss the first one, which I think was in relation, like, I think one of the choices was something about how Britney was like, how many times was she nominated? And, uh, you know, it was interesting that Ozza uh, missed that question. I think of all questions, she probably should have known that one, but um, caught off guard there. And that is what uh, ends up kind of costing her second place instead of third, I guess. Um, of course, Xavier takes Big D. And he's going to win unanimously. Um, uh, I mean, we have the questioning here, which uh, we should talk about. But the questioning didn't change. It was the same as it has been for a while now. Um, it was very short. Uh, as you mentioned, not everyone got not everyone got to ask a question. Tiffany didn't get to ask a question. Claire didn't get asked a question. Um, and obviously, the questions they do get and they do read are off of a cue card that I don't know exactly how they're created. I don't know how much say in it the actual house guests have or how much of it is production, um, but it's not great. I don't love it. Um, I wish they could ask their own questions, and I wish they were more... Um, I wish the questions had more substance. They're always very generic. Um, there, I mean, there were a couple ones that they asked the Big D that were, like, interesting of, like, Big D, we, we all thought you know, this about your game, kind of, what, what do you have to say? And those ones were decent, I guess, but I just would have liked to have heard, um, of course, I would have liked to heard from Tiffany, but also just in general questions that felt like they were those individuals questions. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't know why they can't just come up with questions on the spot. They don't need to, or even just run it by, if they need to run it by production for whatever reason, just run it by them and then have them write it down on a card. I don't get why, like, it's clearly not the questions that they're asking. You, I mean, you think Kylan wanted to ask that question? No, he didn't. I, I highly doubt that they manufacture these questions themselves and they don't make sense. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see if that's improved upon next year. Hopefully it is. Um, but that's kind of how the jury questioning went. Um, there weren't necessarily a ton of things to point out from them answering the questions. I mean, it was more of like, I mean, Big D, I guess, I guess he could have done worse from what I expected. Um, I guess he didn't do as bad, maybe. But uh, again, it's not saying a ton. Um, Xavier just kind of did exactly what I thought he was going to do. Like, he did fine. Um, you know, he talked a little about, I think in his final speech, he talked a little bit about the Kings team. His and speech was great. Um, I mean, it was, yeah, it was, it was all right. It was, it was good. Really? You just thought it was um, all right? I, I really liked it. I think it, like, perfectly exemplified his game and... He yeah. stats, he listed out what he did and stuff. I thought it was great. Yeah, I, I mean, mean it was he, good. he didn't really need to do it. It wouldn't have he mattered. Didn't, he but... didn't, it's not like it mattered. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we, d we did get that. Again, not a ton, not a, not a thing that really ends up mattering a ton because, again, it was a landslide. Xavier won 9-0. Um, it was interesting, though. Kyland kind of at one point, I think when he was asking his question, um, or no, 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 when he, when he was putting his key in the box, he made me at least think, like, is he going to vote for Big D? And I and I considered it, and I wasn't sure at that moment. I was like, maybe it's 8-1. Obviously, Brittany could have potentially voted for Big D as well. Um, but I did kind of lean toward 9-0. It did end up being 9-0. Um, and I think that's what it should be. I mean, Xavier is uh, a million times better as a player than Big D. So um, it makes sense here that that is the result. Um, outside of that, uh, we did get some interesting things with, like, the secrets, which I thought it was fun. Again, like you mentioned, like, yes, there should have been more time put into the questioning, maybe cut some of that time from the secret portion. I agree overall, but I still enjoyed some of this stuff. I thought it was fun. 
just like hearing about some of the secrets, you know, Big D and obviously is, you know, obviously uh, Joe Frazier, the legendary boxer and obviously Xavier's job, which they all speculated about. I don't know. I just thought it was fun to see. Um, and yeah, I thought it was a pretty, I, I thought the ending was decent just to see Xavier walk out and have the confetti fall. I, I was just like, this is a good moment. Like Xavier getting the win. He's a good player. I don't know. It, just in that moment, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm cool with this. Like, this is a good result. Um, awesome. Good dub for Xavier. Yeah, I mean, like I said, everything went to plan, and Xavier, the best player, left one, so that was good, and he's the deserving winner. So, you know, the, the secrets and stuff I could care less about. Cut that 15, 10 minutes or whatever. Give us more questions. Um, but overall, we got a good winner. I'm happy about that. And in addition, we got a great America's Favorite Player to we me. Did. Tiffany won. Um, I was I was torn between Tiffany and Derek X, who ended up being the final two. I voted for Tiffany. I voted I, I for I wanted her to win something. <laughs> she was too good. Yeah. She was too good. I wanted her to win something. Yeah, see, that's that's what I felt uh, as well. Like Derek X was my favorite player all season, but like Tiffany, like she was the best player. I felt like I, and I also enjoyed watching her as well. So I voted for both of them. It was like one day Derek X, one day Tiffany. I went back and forth. Um, but either way, either one of them, I would have been happy with it. And it's good to see that Tiffany did get the win um, here as America's Favorite Player. Um, but I think as far as uh, that goes, um, again, not the greatest finale. I still found ways to enjoy it. But the season as a whole, um, you know, we had, to me, a really good pre-jury. Like, Frenchie's opening week as HOH was insane. It was chaos, like, constant. I loved it. It was like, what is going to happen next? What is this guy going to do? Um, I thought it was incredible. Not very good. Not good gameplay. Just, like, chaos. I loved it. Week two was still good. And the, really, the whole pre-jury was good. I really, in particularly, uh, I loved the week when it was, like, the vote flip they were talking about when Christian was on the block about to go home. I was like, oh, are they going to do it, the vote flip? And that moment happens when Tiffany's, like, trying to make the pitch. Like, that was my single – I think that might have been my single favorite moment from the season when Tiffany and Xavier – Tiffany in particular trying to make the pitch. Oh, can we get Brittany? Can we get Big D? And it gets shut down, and then it's like, oh, man, because I really wanted it to happen at that point. Um, Brennan, if you had to pick one moment out of the season, what, what do you think was your favorite moment of the season? Um, I, I'd have to say the DR where Tiffany was explaining about the master plan, I, I think was the best That's part. I, I'm a big sucker for the strategic stuff, um, and I really, really enjoyed... I, I just think Tiffany played a great game, and if she played for herself, she would have won. And That's why I'm so happy she won some money, but that, that part right there was so great. And it really was such a great plan. I mean, it was so fast. I, I would have never known, just never known. Yeah, I, I mean, I think overall, like, we, we got to see a lot of good strategy, in particular uh, in the middle part of the game. I think a lot in the middle part of the game, even maybe toward the beginning as well, uh, from players like Tiffany, from Kylan, Xavier. Uh, we got a lot from Hannah toward the end. Derek X really came on in, in, like, I think it was, like, week four, week five, started doing some things. It was really interesting for a while there. Obviously, after the pre-jury happened, that's when it kind of locked into like, okay, the cookout's going to you know run to file six. It's kind of like a steamroll here. A little less interesting, but also uh, on the flip side, huge accomplishment, greatest alliance ever. So I think there's, there's trade-offs. There's certain things that are good and bad about the season. And overall, I think it's probably in the middle. If I'm comparing it to other seasons, 
of all 23. I put it at uh, 12th. I have his 12th best season, right in the middle, um, right around like BB3. BB16 is probably a little bit above it, but it's. I think it's in that range. It's it's solid, um, but there were certainly um, there was certainly a point early in the season where I was like, man, this is going to be one of the best seasons ever, and it seemed like that at a certain point. Yeah, it wasn't did. quite that, but uh, still still a lot of good parts. Yeah, it didn't quite live up to expectations. Uh, however, the cast was wonderful. I really, really loved this cast. They did a great job casting these people. Um, you know, I, I, even when I say, like, look, I don't like Brittany. She's very annoying. I, I, I'll stand by that. However, she's not, like, a bad person. She's very sweet. She's very nice. We had 16 good people come into the house. I, I really, yeah. really believe that. We, we cannot say that about past seasons in the slightest bit. Um, so the cast was great. Uh, like you said, you know, the early part of the game pre-jury was really, really great. Yes, the game was a little bit of a bore. It kind of went, you know, down the lazy river exactly how it was supposed to go. There was no bumps or turns or twists. Um, but we got a deserving winner. I, I agree with you. It's right around the middle. It's not going to be the best season ever. It's not going to be the worst. Yeah, and I think the last thing uh, I wanted to point out just is like Xavier in terms of a winner. Um, I think Xavier's a really solid winner. Um, I think we have, obviously we've had a ton of great winners. I have him somewhere also in the middle again. I think he's right around like Casey. I think Casey also a good winner, not necessarily a great winner, but I think that's a decent comparison is that uh, there. Um, I think he's right in that range, like Casey, maybe even like Lisa Donahue, the winner of BB3, maybe even like uh, Drew Daniel or even like Steve. Uh, I, I think Steve's probably better than him, but you know, he's somewhere around there. Uh, definitely a really good player. Uh, Tiffany in general as a player, I think is still the best player in the season. I have her higher uh, than Xavier, of course. She's in that, I don't know, 15, maybe 15, 16 range, something like mm-hmm. that. Um, but I think that's about it, you know. Um, obviously, this is the close of this season. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, next season, obviously. Hopefully, uh, <laughs> we get we get that jury questioning uh, resolved. We get that fixed. That's I think that's like one of the biggest things I've been, you know, wanting for like years now is like fix the jury questioning. That's like always been 100%. a takeaway. I, um, I will say we've we've taken steps this season. The, the cast was so much better than previous seasons. Yeah. So much better. So we're, we're taking steps in the right direction. Um, another thing they need to figure out is let's figure out the twists. Are we going? Are we doing the twists? Are we not doing the twists? You know, because I feel like every season we have it. It's. There's a, in, in one of my favorite shows, New Girl, there's a character named Winston. Have you seen New Girl, Trevor? No, I have not. In, in, in New Girl, there's a character named Winston, and Winston does pranks, and they make jokes about how his pranks are either too small or too big. So, like, sometimes he'll, like, put a feather in someone's shoe, and he's like, oh, it's tickling your foot, which is a very small prank. And then sometimes he'll put, like, one time he brought a badger to a wedding, and it broke out the whole wedding, so that was too big. Let's figure out the twist somewhere in the middle, Okay. They're either way too small and have no meaning at all and are just for TV, or they're way too big and overpowered. I mean, the coup d'etat is ridiculous. We should never have that. The battle back is ridiculous. Stop having those. No more of those. But then when we're having, like, the winner gets gets to have safety if they switch T, it's just stop it. Just, just, let's figure out the twist. What are we doing with the twist? Let's figure it out, all right? I, yeah, I, it's just- too much going on. My biggest thing is, like, yes, for sure, like, overpowering twists, but also, like, when they're super complicated. Like, if I have trouble understanding a twist, then I'm pretty sure the casual audience definitely isn't going to understand the twist. So don't make them super complicated. Like, try to simplify them if you're going to do them. Preferably don't really have 
twists. I mean, like the team twist was fine. That was great. But, you know, out, besides that, like usually twists aren't great. So I would like to see that change. Um, and I guess I said like the last thing I was going to talk about was like Xavier's a winner. But also I think the season just in general is pretty long. I mean, this is something that I've been feeling more and more. Obviously, we had like 99 day seasons. 85 also kind of maybe feels long. I don't know. Maybe it's just this season in particular because it at the end was a little slower. But I don't know. Just some of the ways they do the weeks, like how they had like the back to back double evictions and then like final four, final three was like both its own week. I just, it didn't seem to make a ton of sense. Um, but, but regardless. Uh, still a lot of great parts, of course, about the season and Big Brother in general because it's my favorite show on television. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm fully with you. I, I'm so excited for Celebrity Big Brother. I mean, we'll, we'll be back for Celebrity Big Brother. We'll be here. We'll be podcasting. Uh, as long as you want to, Trevor. You down to do that? Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't actually watched a celebrity uh, oh, yeah. season before. This will be your so, first celebrity season. They're different. They're, they're much shorter. They're different. Um, yeah. But I think we'll end the episode there for today. Um, just as one final reminder, if you want to see our final ratings for all the players uh, throughout the whole season, uh, our draft, all that stuff, the link is in the description. Um, as well as that, in the description, we have our link to Twitter, uh, our Twitter, at the Small Baller on Twitter, so go follow us there so you can check out when all of our podcasts go live. This Sunday, we'll be back with a uh, uh, our normal podcast, the Small Baller Podcast, talk about sports. Uh, it'll be a great episode. Um, But yeah, with that being said, thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you guys in February.